Welcome everyone to the second season of the Sad Lit Girl podcast with your host Irlanda and Annabelle. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Sad Lit Girls. As per usual, I have here my lovely, amazing, show-stopping co-host. <laughs> Oh my god. Listen, I maybe maybe people are getting tired of it, but like, you know what? Mm. Oh we love, well. We love what you oh, well. you know. It's, it's just... <laughs> but today we have a special guest with us. So A very special guest. Another guest. Yay! <laughs> so it's a very exciting uh episode, I I think. I don't know. That's how I feel. But we yeah. have a wonderful guest with us, Sabrina. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Once again, thank you so much for uh joining us in this um whole mess. Honestly, thank we're you. super honored to have you. And we honestly we we really thought of like who we were gonna bring for this conversation. <laughs> so God bless Sabrina and you know, posting exactly what we wanted <laughs> all the all the memes on my story all the memes all the time i was like you know what this is a sign i'll take it so anna what's the episode today about so today we're bringing back the celebrity tbr so i don't know if you remember for like people who joined us for for last year's season but we did last halloween we invited ariana salente to come to talk about her bookstagram but also our pre appreciation of harry styles and we kind of like discuss his favorite book but we also gave some recommendation based on his halloween look so we had like kind of a elton john we have the butterfly the piero it was very fun but today it was very fun honestly yeah yeah but today it's a super special episode because the sad girl we are jumping on the pedal <laughs> pascal train choo-choo people i was very excited about that and we're gonna explore his reading test taste with our guest sabrina from sabrina stories mm -hmm. and also we're gonna talk about we're gonna give him other people a reading recommend recommendation based on Pedro Pascal most iconic role so people stay tuned because this is going to be an awesome episode oh <laughs> no one could have said that better than you <laughs> so Thank before you. jumping into our Pedrito verse um <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give the highlight to Sabrina so <laughs> Sabrina, why did you join Bookstagram? You know, um, I feel like I've been watching bookish related content on the internet mm -hmm. for so long. Since I was in high school, I'd watch BookTube a lot. Um, okay. Oh yeah. I don't know if you guys ever used to watch BookTube. Oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> you know what? I'm a fan. I love Jack Edwards. Yeah, he's a good one. Um, I love a one who's like less popular. What's her name? Alison Page. Oh, I don't think I know who that is. I'll, I'll have to I'll look send her up. your link. Yeah. Yeah. But continue. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> um, but I always used to watch those videos mm -hmm. because when I was interested in reading at the time, I felt like I had no friends that also read books. Mm -hmm. um, and so it felt like I was 
talking to friends about books when I was watching those videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I actually even tried to make an account myself. Um, and I filmed videos and I uploaded them, but there's no trace of that anymore because I <laughs> got self-conscious and I just deleted everything. But um, then I just started posting on my personal Instagram a lot about books mm -hmm. on my stories all the time and people would always respond and be like oh like please post more please post more like I want I want to know what your recommendations are I keep yeah. making a list and the positive feedback I guess I got from that made me want to start an actual bookstagram yeah and so then I just did and the rest is history <laughs> Honestly, it it sounds like very relatable because I don't know, that happens to many bookworms, like the fact that you feel like you have no one to talk about with books. Yeah. But you know, like at least you joined Bookstagram. Thank you for that because you're amazing. <laughs> I've told you this a thousand times. <laughs> but like honestly, I'm so glad you decided to join and you know, at least you know, in the in the future if you ever want to like pursue like uh, booktube, I'm pretty sure like people will like support you and yeah. everything. So if at any given moment you feel like it, I'm pretty sure you're gonna do very well. Yeah, because oh. also like with your content, I feel like there's not a lot of people who does it on booktube. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like the things you post are very unique, and <laughs> I know that it's it sounds like very like broken record, but I feel like that's what's <laughs> special about like like bookstagram as a community right everyone brings something different to the table but i feel like what you post in a specific it's so different from like the things that i've seen mm -hmm. that maybe you know like maybe in the foreseeable future we might see you yeah. entering once again yeah we will encourage you we're like i know Sabrina, i know i feel i feel the love <laughs> right now i feel like i'm being inspired <laughs> So what would you tell us what is like your favorite book or your favorite books? You can, you can, you can choose. This is, this is such a hard question for me. Oh, no. are, are you guys ever able to answer this question with like, no, no. this is why no. we always ask it. We want to see. <laughs> you want to see always... everyone else struggle. Yes. But it always <laughs> depends also to the people I'm talking to. Like if I'm talking to. Yeah. Some, yeah. Like I will maybe say like more romance, but then, but yeah. I no, feel like I there's agree. always like three, three books who are like in the. Let's rotation, say pick you know? the three yeah. favorite. Let's okay. say like the ones that you're the you ones say, that like just, yes. Yeah, the ones that just come to mind when I have to answer this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say um, there's a book called A Place for Us by Fatima Farheen Mirza, which oh I okay really love. yeah, um, it's. It's, it's just something that I related to a lot when I read it. It's about an Indian Muslim family living in the States. And um, it's just talks about, I feel like, all the complexities of mm -hmm, mm -hmm. living in the U.S. as as Muslims and the complexities yeah. between your family and um, culture and religion. And I, I just really, really love that book a lot. I feel like I'm not doing it justice by talking about it, but it's really good. Um <laughs> And then I feel like I always 
I always say that Normal People by Sally Rooney is one of my favorite oh, books. Yes. I feel like that's no, but you a... know what? It's a classic now. Yeah. Like, I feel like like oh, yeah, either people love or hate Sally Rooney, but like yeah. she is everywhere. So I get it. Like it's a very good book. I feel you. I also love it. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. It's just whenever someone asks me this question, I feel like they're also asking for a recommendation at the same yeah, time. Yeah, for so sure. Like, oh, <laughs> you should read this book and then you can go watch the show because it's just as good. It is um, a masterpiece. It's so good. It is and so good. Yes. I feel like it would be wrong if I didn't mention Emily Henry because I mm -hmm. just love her so much. Um so I feel like Beach Read is actually my favorite by her. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I always I love her male characters. Oh like I'm absolutely in love I with all of too. them. Me too. I I just love I feel like that's a book I always mm -hmm. recommend to people, especially if they're asking for like, oh, what's your favorite romance book? I tend to go with Beach Read. Yeah. I don't know why. I just love that book a lot. Um Yeah, I feel like those are probably the ones that come to my mind immediately yeah <laughs> but see like when I like listen back to this I'm gonna be thinking about all the books that I didn't talk about I'm gonna be like why didn't I talk about this other book it's it's like a like a <laughs> like a default that we all have like if someone asked me like oh what's your favorite book I'll probably be like uh uh, uh <laughs> you know like then when you're alone, yes. you think oh about my it. God. Like, Next time, I'm going to say that. But then you read other books and you're like... Maybe oh, a little tip for all uh, of the bookish people. Bring with you a little list so you know. Honestly, Pull out yeah. your Goodreads. Go through it. Like, it's okay. Take your time. <laughs> One of my five stars. Yeah. No. And then also, I feel like sometimes... A book really sticks with you, yeah. but then when like someone asks you what your favorite book is, you get kind of nervous. Yeah, and, like, for sure. Like, oh, should yeah. I should I say that book or is that a bad answer? It's just you know, like I feel <laughs> like um, like it also happens that you don't know what the other people likes or if like for example yeah. they hate what you love. That sometimes yeah. that happens. <laughs> like I don't know. I feel like at some point I had a conversation with someone about Emily Henry, and you know. I am very, like, I, my face says a lot, even when I don't, I don't want to, like, that, yeah. that happens often, and they were like, oh, mm -hmm. you didn't like it, I'm like, no, you know, like, it's not that, like, I feel like it sounds super hateful, but <laughs> it's not that, like, <laughs> I, it's just, like, I wasn't ready for Emily Henry, I, I'm guessing, like, um, the other day I started reading, like, this book, uh, Romantic Comedy, and oh. I texted uh, Anna. I was like, you know what? Like, I fucking hate this book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was like, you know, sometimes it happens that you have like, actually, I think you have like a very low tolerance for romance in general. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's when, it, mm -hmm. when it's very predictable, you don't like it or you feel like you're going to read the same storyline. But if I have... That's fair. Exactly. And like, you know, like I will have to say that at least for Emily Henry... I adore the way she writes her male characters. Like, yeah. honestly, I couldn't finish Bitch Read for whatever reason, but I did <laughs> I did love, like, Gus. Gus is five stars. Chef's kiss. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited for the movie, even. 
Oh my god, me too. I'm so excited. I, like, I feel like you should have started with Book Lover. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it was... She, Emily and we really... Like, it, because in the first book, I just felt like... And I said it before. It's just... there's There was something missing from a part of the book. Mm-hmm. Like, every time something was true, and you were like, oh, you could... Like, this could be more developed, or like... But then in Book Lover, everything was just aligned, you know, in a weird way. So I was like, oh, what's the evolution? What's your ranking of the three? I will say Book Lover, then people we meet on vacation or you and me on vacation, depending like on the edition. Mm-hmm. And then I have Beach Read. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. See, mine's Beach Read. Yeah book lovers than people we meet on vacation okay it's always it always not always change but i feel like you your team beach read or your team yeah yeah there's like Like, there's no like you see now i have to read it (laughs) i i mean i love them all though it's not like yeah one's like way lower than the other but beach read Uh something about i mean i think it's gus yeah it's literally i feel like i feel like i I like I read most of it because of him like even the little things that he did I was like oh my god I am dying (laughs) what is he doing you know but like I feel like I wasn't in the right mindset like that's what I told Anna it's not but like reading she's very talented like I don't understand like how we can just like sometimes reduce her writing to just speak to just like romance not that romance is bad, yeah. but like she writes it in such a specific way that it feels different from what I read in romance. Um, yeah, but like she has a yeah. really good conversation about yes. that in yeah. Beach yeah. Read. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I feel like I don't yeah. know. Like at least I I know a hundred percent. Like her male characters are supreme; <laughs> they are superior. <laughs> do you not? Do you just not like romance in general? Um. Oh, this this turned out to be I call out. No, the thing is like is like I am the host now. <laughs> no, but you know, like I feel like it happens that I tend to read very depressing things, which is not mm-hmm. the, yeah. precisely the healthiest. Sometimes I need a break from reading. Uh or I go to the very crazy fantasy shit all the time. Like it there's no in between. Right. Um, but my problem, I think that my problem is that sometimes romance, it's just that, right? Romance. There's like nothing else afterwards. But because mm-hmm. that, that doesn't happen to me with normal people. Like, I felt like there was like this beautiful storyline of like, you know, second right. chances and like the miscommunication and all of the things that you can find in any other romance book. But the way it was written and the way the characters were developed, it felt different to just simple romance. I don't hate yeah. it per se. I will have to say I have <laughs> my couple favorites, but sometimes it, there's no other point. I'm like, uh, you know, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I feel like normal people for me doesn't even classify no. under romance. I feel like it's literary fiction with a strong component of romance. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. what I enjoy, you know? Like I can read love yeah. stories when they feel like more realistic than the, you know, just like oh they fell in love in three days and then, right see i yeah. i've always been a big like i love watching rom-coms yeah so i love reading them too like i love that it, i know what's gonna happen and you know what i like thing? feeling safe this in that. is so funny but i love rom-coms i don't know why i'm not able to put myself through 
most of the romance books that I've that's tried. So it's so weird. I think I'm just annoying. That's probably <laughs> that's probably the reason. Like even Anna is like, you know what? You should stop doing this to yourself. You're always talking <laughs> no, shit about this. I just, <laughs> I just feel like when you're gonna find the one, yeah, you're gonna go like there's hope on the like it's just <laughs> Yeah, there's. It would be a snowball effect. No, I I agree. Like, I think that's what happens. Like you find the right one, and then you just can't stop. Guys, give me your recommendations you, so I can. <laughs> I told you, Katya Ibert will. It's just she's very good. It's teeny. It's just it does talk about more like intense topic. I'm like you have to do it, but you. I feel like you need to yeah. read it during the summer. Wait, which At that point would which be book? The, the brown sisters oh. Like the oh i read those i read those oh, it was good like the mm-hmm. good balance of like their actually development in the character but also there's like very steamy scenes that you're like you're I'm listening like, to it <laughs> and you feel like oh my god wait a minute and i don't i shouldn't be in public for this <laughs> i wait no, recommendations I from everyone honestly like i i like i'm not giving up on romance yet not 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 yet She's not giving up on love <laughs> here's the thing i yeah. i get why you're picky about romance because i feel like i'm picky too yeah. i only like light like if it's romance it needs to be lighthearted for me oh okay. like it can't be dramatic like i don't like colleen Ooh. hoover books. oh oh girly <laughs> this is this goes straight up to our next question <laughs> Do you have any popular opinions about popular books or bookish trends? You know what? Yeah. At least we know. Welcome to the club. We are also not very fond of Colleen Hoover. For the There we diverse go. I found reasons. my people. It's just, you know, like I, that this is something that I repeat all the time, you know, like people are like, oh, like she's so good. I get it that it's your good. But mm, I... It's your good, but it's not my good. It's it's definitely not. Like I appreciate that she's making people read again. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Other than Mrs. Hoover, than what's a bookish trend that you cannot stand, or other books that you're like, why in the hell are we reading this? <laughs> um. Okay. Other than Colleen Hoover, you know what's really funny? Yeah. I was actually listening to your episode um with Ariana. Yeah. On- And I thought it was so funny because she talked about how she wasn't an Akatar fan, but now she keeps yes, posting she it. She loves it. <laughs> the other day, I was like, do you remember? <laughs> no, I know. I was like, wait, this is so funny. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I do like Akatar. Yeah. I've been reading Sarah J. Moss since I was a teenager and mm-hmm. now I'm 26. So like, for me, it's just like I find comfort. I guess, but I definitely yeah. get why people also don't like her books. Um, but yeah, okay, unpopular opinions besides Colleen Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, like again, I think it's just like I have some unpopular opinions with romance, mm-hmm. like besides Colleen Hoover. I tried the Addicted series and I didn't like Oh, that one's a popular one, yeah. Yeah, that one's really popular. And I read the first book and I I just didn't like it. Again, it reminds me of Colleen Hoover type of books. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. I just, I don't know. But I feel like everyone likes those. But you see, like I've seen it everywhere. Like, I think it's the Krista Ritchie ones. 
it's a yeah, yeah Kristen yeah. Beck, I believe. I don't know, like I feel like it's so hard for because you see this this kind of romance is very like I don't know, very toxic like. So that's why I feel mm-hmm. I cannot put myself through it. Like it's like I want complex, yeah. but I don't want this mess, you know? Like Yeah. See, when I like complex romance, it's because it's literary fiction. Yeah, with yeah, exactly. Romance. Like it's so it's so <laughs> if, different. If yeah, you're right. Yeah. If it's just romance and they make it really dramatic, I don't tend to like it. I don't know. It's just not what I'm looking for personally. No, I, I don't and you know, like again. I feel like sometimes it sounds like people take it like, oh, you're hating on this. No, it's not that, you know, like everyone has their taste, I guess. But like, you know, at least, you know, like, for example, if you ask me about like the certain books of fantasy I read, there's some of them that I'm like, yeah, they are fucked up. You know, like I can recognize (laughs) that some of them I'm like, why am I reading this? You know, but like sometimes when um, it happens um, that I have conversations about like, I, at some point I won't say the name because we still follow each other but like I I made the mistake of mentioning that I couldn't stand the Twisted series ones oh yeah <laughs> I haven't even read those because I feel like I won't like no, I, won't, no. I feel like I won't uh-huh. like those you just have to listen to our like <laughs> smut you're gonna hurt our opinion on it it's just it is they're... something and i remember this person was like oh maybe it's because you know you you are like kind of like snob <laughs> or something like that what? Oh my God. Like, excuse what? me maybe yes but you know not like that you know that's what i'm saying well that is like yes i am thank you for thank you for pointing it out, out. <laughs> it's just you know like when we were doing this whole research about like smut and so on and and that um, I couldn't get into it. Like I respect people who read dark romance. Uh, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Romance in general Same. is hard for me. It's a hard pill for me to swallow. This is why I'll die alone, possibly. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but you know, like I, 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 I've tried. You know, like I've tried, and I don't see like the hype in many of these books. Colin Hoover. Mm. Uh, yeah. the Richies, um, you know, like yeah. Anna Huang and so on. I'm like, mm, you know, good for you, I guess, because you're making money. <laughs> but you know, like, I I don't understand why. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to try the Addicted series. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I know that Ariana talked about it, and I was like, yeah, oh, I, I remember. I need to try. Also, Akotar, I I want we want to do like a special like thing about it, but. <laughs> Erlanda sold her books, so now we have, we need to find. But we kind of don't want to pay for it yeah. because we're like, oh, we're just gonna do it for fun, anyway. So yeah, so it's on our list. So we're not gonna be so judgy. Like, so you're so you're gonna read it? Yeah, like I yes. I did read yes. the first one and I couldn't get into it, but I think my reason again the second one's better. My my reasoning for it is because I had just read the Priory of the Orange Tree. So I felt oh, like yes. I was like, you know, there was like no point of comparison. Kind Completely of. different. So it was very different yeah. and I couldn't get myself into it. I did however yeah. like her YA series. It felt Throne of Glass. Yes. It it was a yeah. lot better. Like I don't remember half of it. Because I read it way long time ago, but I remember yeah. that when I read it, I was like, "Oh, 
this is very nice. There's so many like political things going on and it's such yeah. a complex story that I, you know, I understood the hype, but like, you know, for Akatar, it was very different. I read something very he heavy that I adore yeah. because Samantha Shannon is mm -hmm. my absolute goddess. <laughs> so when I tried to read it after, I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's very different. I feel like when you read Avatar, yep. you have to go into it knowing it's super heavy on the romance yep. and less so in like, I mean, it still has some politics in it and because fantasy yeah, just course. in general has to, yeah. but it's definitely much heavier on the romance. So you can't, yeah, you know, reading it after that book was probably a letdown. <laughs> it was, it was probably not a great idea, but I'll, we yeah. will probably get to it and we'll update you and everyone else. <laughs> yeah, wait, no, I think it'll actually be so funny and fun to hear your thoughts, both of your thoughts on oh it. Oh my God, yes. We're probably yeah. gonna do it for the summer. Oh my god! You should, you should. Because we want to do a writer retreat, but also a reader retreat. That's so cute. we'll take a look. Maybe trying to do like Akatar. This might be the, the <laughs> time. Like yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll be like you know how Ariana didn't like it and now she loves it. No, it's so funny. I still, yeah. I still like honestly. I feel like it's a sign. If Ariana got into it, yeah. I think this is a sign. <laughs> so no, I, I, that made me laugh. <laughs> so for our celebrity, who I don't think we need an introduction because this guy is everywhere, you know. Yeah, I'm but just you know what, Irlanda, uh, that we need an introduction because <laughs> some people are living on. Let's <laughs> let's do it anyways for the Patrick stars of the community. So, who's the celebrity <laughs> that we're gonna judge today? The celebrity is <laughs> Pedro Pascal, um, he's the guy who played uh, in Game of Thrones at some point and got his eyes gouged mm -hmm. out. Spoiler oh, yeah, alert. Pedro Pascal, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert, 10 years later. <laughs> Anyways, he played in Narcos too, he played in The Last of Us, that's where he maybe got maybe more, more attention. The Last of Us is the apocalyptic zombie series that HBO just released based on a um a video game i watched it i really loved it but i didn't play the game so the game was amazing and i think the series did it justice uh for whoever like that for whoever that likes the games it's not a letdown like i feel yeah. like they put it together in such a good way like all of the characters the dialogues and everything this is to say, though, that Pedro Pascal, even though he's getting just popularity now, he's been in the industry forever, people. Yeah. Get wrecked. How dare you disrespect <laughs> this guy like this? <laughs> like, I, I, I understand. Now it's all the daddy issues people coming out. But he's been in the industry forever, guys. Like, probably from the 90s. The thing is, like, you know, yeah. like, we didn't pay much attention because he wasn't... I know, I know we, <laughs> I know, I know we said we weren't gonna say it, but like because he looks like a daddy now, like that's the thing, that's the, the daddy issues and everyone coming out. I was like, starting this podcast, there's one rule, people. We're not saying daddy. He's a saddie. Okay? He's, a, he's saddie. a saddie. Definitely a saddie. Like, he's a daddy who's always sad. And I stand by it. Honestly, Pedro Pascal is amazing. He's achieved a lot. And yeah, just remember, you know, like, it's not only his looks. He also, he's also very talented. A lot. Very, I will say. 
But yeah, but I was like, to be honest, I like everyone is like, oh, I saw him on this show, this show. No, I saw him on the Vanity Fair TikTok. And she I was lost like, her this shit. Man is the funniest. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, wow, my God, I really like this guy. Uh, but yeah, when I saw him in The Last of Us, also like, to, also the thing with The Last of Us is I kind of watched it for Bella Ramsey. As you should, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I talented. love them. I love them and uh, Catherine called Birdie with Andrew Scott because I love mm-hmm. Andrew Scott obviously. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Really, super good. Oh, you should. And you know, I Bella Ramsey is very super good. talented. Anyways, like it, they came up with a yeah. very strong cast for this Last of Us. Otherwise, yeah. we yeah, will have the all of the guys on the web like, oh no, how dare you ruin another series? Complaining oh, for God. no reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was tweets and stuff about yeah you know saying that bella wasn't gonna do a good job like did you watch the same show did you exactly i'm like they've been there for quite a long time not not a long time but like they did the game of thrones thing and then they did like i feel like they did more independent yeah yeah roles and i just feel like when people choose independent cinema it's just a great school to then come to like a more popular yeah. show and just like exceed mm-hmm. exceed everyone like expectation. But anyways, I'm vouching <laughs> for them and I'm Me a big fan. So that's it. But also like okay, because we're gonna talk about those taste in book. But what is your favorite character played by him? Um. Well, okay, for me, I feel like I'm definitely going kind of the basic route, but it's just because I love Sweeties, so yeah. I love his character in The Mandalorian, <laughs> and I do love Joel Miller. <laughs> I mean, both of those. I think those are the two that are my favorite. I love that he's, you know, taking care of a child in both of them, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's how he won the internet also. Like, I feel like Joel Miller was a very, very good choice for his agents to be like, hey, you know what? This is how you become a big name, a household name. A single dad. We need you to play a single dad. We need a single dad. (laughs) (laughs) What about yours, Anna? What's your favorite one? Oh, man, this is ridiculous. (laughs) I love them all. Uh, I feel like my favorite one maybe would be Javier, Ravi Gutierrez in the Unbearable. It's just he looks so wholesome and funny. I don't know. Like, yeah, and the jokes there is, I don't know. I I laugh all the time. I feel like uh, also in this this movie, they're like, what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite movie and both of them are like oh i don't know so every time <laughs> this scene comes up i'm just like oh my god this is me with my bookish friend and i just <laughs> it, <laughs> it is us oh my <laughs> god <sighs> so yeah so that's why i love it and also like he has a fire style in oh yeah this movie. Mm-hmm. it's just like every outfit is like smash smash smash, <laughs> smash. um so yeah so that's my favorite you Irlanda. i think um oh god i was gonna say joel as well but i think i'm going to go with Orion martel because i have issues <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and also like, There's something you know, about like honestly like the chemistry between him and um his co-star was just amazing i was so sad when he 
got smashed basically yeah. he died i was like no and he was like such a funny character in so, so many ways i also love the fact that you know because in fantasy we don't get a lot of like representation in general like it doesn't yeah. matter how you depict it um it's always white dudes or white girls mm -hmm. and you know like very like stereotypical sometimes like very obvious where it comes from yeah uh, but Oberyn was a huge you know like in such a masculine kind of let's call it that way um tv show and book series because game of thrones is very like male for for the males let's say <laughs> like i i feel like it, it, all everything about it screams like I cannot stand like I don't know Sarah J Maas or RF Wang or whatever you yeah. know because like this is are like that mm -hmm. but like the fact that this bisexual king <laughs> stood his ground I was like you know what I like this like and especially coming from George R R Martin mm -hmm. not that he's very controversial but like you know like from all of the craziness that happens in his books um, I think this one was different like an inclusive like this inclusion without being like let's say like he didn't care what the fans will say <laughs> it was just like you know what this is my bisexual character fuck y'all this is what this is my series if you don't like it don't watch it don't read it so that's why i appreciate like mm -hmm. i i feel like over in martel is probably one of my favorites and yeah. also coming from a latin american actor um because you know like i love my people yeah are, no representation yeah yeah exactly so the representation important. is huge yeah. and the thing is like he there to play a bisexual character like many mm -hmm. many latino uh, actors back then would have passed because of you know what their countries will say or whatever because it happens right like there's stereotype uh, stereotypes and um prejudice is everywhere still like latin america is not perfect so i i love this for him yeah like, he's, he's so supportive of, of that community LGBT. yeah exactly yeah. and yeah. and it makes sense you know like yeah. once you get to find out who this guy is mm -hmm. and what what's his environment and surroundings you yeah. know like it makes sense like mm -hmm. you can see the human part so i love like like maybe this is one of my favorite um even if he got <laughs> very small time yeah it's okay yeah we love over in martel <laughs> he made his impact in the limited amount his of, impact yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are his favorite books though like we'll let's talk about this for his favorite book we have crime and punishment <laughs> and we have jenner anything any book mm -hmm. written by G.D. Salinger. We have also James Baldwin, Toni Morrison, The Master and the Margarita, Don't Look Down. Um, uh, can we have some help here, <laughs> Mrs. Ilanga? So the next ones are by Sebastiano Mauri, and it's Disfruta del Problema and La Nuova Terra. He, I believe he's either Argentinian or Italian, or maybe both. I think it's yeah. Italian because when I was searching, I was like, do we have a French translation? And it was Italian. Mm, okay, same. Then we have <laughs> we have 100 Years of Solitude, Watership Down, and The Urge, Our History of Addiction. Um, if we have one comment about this list is that maybe there's 
there's a bit of a classic, like too much classic. Yeah, maybe. Like I feel like maybe maybe this like the it is very <laughs> uh, high school slash university kind of literature courses. Um, I don't judge people who read classics. Yeah. Everyone will be like, this bitch judges everyone. No. No, it's just, you know, like, I feel like, for example, from <laughs> these authors, I've read a fair amount. But I will say, like, the ones that keep coming up yeah. in my TBRs and my shelves is uh, James Baldwin, because obviously, and Toni Morrison. Um, but, it's like, for so example, good. Crime and Punishment, I read it so good. as a punishment, basically. Like, I read it in high school, I believe. Um, it's not that it's bad, but it was very long, and I think, like, I think like 14 years old, 15 Very years old would, shouldn't be reading this kind of things because, you know, like my attention span was very short. <laughs> so I had a, I had a horrible time reading this. Um, but yeah, I feel yeah. like that's, that's the thing. It's very, I'm a dude who reads. Kind of. <laughs> I feel like I'm just judging him because every guy who you met like on Inge and they say like oh my favorite author my favorite oh author my is G.B. Salinger if they fucking mention Butcher is... in the right ones oh again, yeah uh, <laughs> someone I swear to god it's just you know listen I understand yeah it's on the oh, same god. page oh, on the god. road don't talk to me about same Dr. page Rock. on the road like find another one <laughs> the thing is like there's nothing bad about classics classics oh, are there for a reason does it mean that all of them are great no does it, yeah. does it mean that you have yeah. to base your entire personality <laughs> on them absolutely not get to read something else there is classics in the making <laughs> i'm saying you know like i don't know like that's how i feel like at least yes. i will never tell to anyone not to to not read james Baldwin or tony morrison that's bigger words that's different okay um but like there's, they are example, on another level. Like I once again, I they're just too good. I love my people. Gabriel Garcia Marquez, five stars. But one hundred years of solitude, bro. There's a lot of issues going on in that fucking book. You need you. <laughs> uh, no, just listen. Don't make your personality. <laughs> She's like, I'm not starting this. I am not starting. I <laughs> love the book. I have it myself. But I will say, like, if you tell me this is your favorite book, we'll have a conversation. And Alabama will sound in the in the back. Sweet Alabama. Because there's a lot of things that happen in this book that shouldn't happen. I'm just saying, you know, so I feel like it it needs to the to, to get diverse, yes. Um and more variety yeah, because more if vari- you're stuck more with variety. the same things all the time, you're gonna become a red flag, basically. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, the amount of times that I run away from guys that tell me, "Oh, my favorite book is The Catcher in the Rye," are uh, no, I cannot count them enough. <laughs> <laughs> She's a runner. She's a track star. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah yeah the classic or something else but um but also maybe like this is this is something i like i found on the internet maybe he read something else you know maybe he came up with like the the list that we were 
pushing before, like, you know, what to answer when they ask you this question, you know, but like, I mean, if you want to DM us your list, we're, Please, we're really open. Pedro Pascal, <laughs> Pedrito, Bestie, coming toward the end. <laughs> Give us an updated list. We want to know because I just feel like, yeah, it feels very classic-y. Again, there is nothing wrong, but like, it needs... He needs to be more honest with us about what he actually enjoys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like... This you know, is like, the list, he... yeah, that you share with people when you want to, you know come off yep. a certain way but he's not being completely honest with us <laughs> he's not i am sure there's some of <laughs> things some things me- like missing in here exactly so that's why we're gonna create a new book recommendation list um <laughs> I, I mean we had we struggled with this um, <laughs> uh, we struggled with this uh because you know it happens that even if you read a lot you don't remember anything from what this <laughs> like from what you read but also i didn't want to give the same recommendation that we always <laughs> oh, give know. you know no she she went like <laughs> let's make this hard hard so yeah yeah <laughs> so the what's amazing about this book recommendation thing it's that it's based on his most iconic roles so that's why it was also hard like i do read fantasy <laughs> but sci-fi i'm starting to get back into my you know like my fan my sci-fi era like please let me let me go slow let me go slow so like the first recommendation will be based on his mandalorian character if you haven't watched the mandalorian listen if you hate it star wars don't watch it don't just avoid it but it's a very wholesome show like i will say his relation with grogu and everything happening around like that initial storyline it's so nice so i i'll try not to spoil it like it's a very wholesome show but if you don't enjoy this kind of like um genre you will hate it you will despise it you will see no point i did not enjoy star wars oh no i I know you like you like the mandalorian which was but also like like you said like i had i had like after you watch grogu for like two episodes even five (laughs) seconds you're like you're in love with the little man yeah exactly so so sabrina what's your what's your um, recommendation for the mandalorian i'm actually gonna recommend something i haven't read Should, yes controversial maybe maybe he's going to be your body weight let's manifest this um, but uh, i was gonna recommend mistborn the mistborn trilogy from uh by brandon Peterson. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> but i just oh my um god. i feel like i mean it's like a it, that's a fantasy trilogy right it's fantasy yeah um and i heard yep. that there's like a protective fatherly relationship similar um to Mando yes. and the child um in this series and it, I mean I think there's talks of like revolution and um you know just against like a leader that's been in power for too long which just I yeah. it just felt very similar to the energy of the Mandalorian no, but you know what? It makes sense. You see, I read Mistborn, and I it never occurred to me. I've, I've, I'm telling you, every time I have to do any of these recommendations, I'm like, what have I read? No, it's a very good recommendation. And honestly, I feel like you're going to enjoy it. Like, if you get past the first 100 pages, because 
Anderson yeah. goes very, very, very long. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. Like, I feel like it's a very strong recommendation. Carly, <laughs> you were saying you have no idea. Come on. Trust me, I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm nervous about the books to come, what I'm going to recommend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You want to go first, Anna? Let us know. What What did you recommend, okay. Bestie? So, I am recommending The Memory Police Ooh. by Yuko Ogawa. Um, I just felt like it kind of worked with the Mandalorian just because mm -hmm. he's kind of an outcast and the main character in The Memory Police will become one in a way. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, it's a completely different world where the memory police decides or the government decide to remove items or like position roles in society mm -hmm. and people just forget about it so at some yeah. point they're they will remove like parts oh, wow. of your body which is like so weird to think about but yeah it's just it's a very good book about like how power like yeah how people in power or like um mm -hmm. manage it yeah way. so mm -hmm. yeah it was very good it was very like i wanted to continue to read I love and the, the cover, cover is magnificent so that looks <laughs> yeah, and also i'm not a sci-fi fantasy girl and i had no problem reading this one so that's why Ooh. i was like oh i need to yeah. include it it's just like also i feel like for the memory police like because it's written in such a like in such a literary kind of like verse mm. Uh, that's why we don't find it in sci-fi yeah. but it's actually sci-fi like it it really feels and it has like elements of like you know like fantasy elements kind of it's crazy mm -hmm. how it's written but it's a very oh girly you came in strong <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> and for you Irlanda so I because I started uh back with my sci-fi because I got to watch Interstellar and now that's my entire personality. <laughs> um, actually, I started reading the Monk and Robot series by my queen, Becky Chambers. L honestly, this, this duology is good for anyone who wants to get into sci-fi because it's a very lighthearted and it's very hopeful. It has a lot of like passages that are just so sweet. And it feels so light to read. Like, I've read crazy things <laughs> in sci-fi, but this one feels like it's it's an adventure, basically. They, they It's a, like a little monk and a robot. They go on an adventure, and they're trying, like, I, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but, like, <laughs> they're finding, like, kind of like a purpose kind of thing. And it just feels, like, very philosophical, poetic. Like, I don't know. It's very easy to read, and it goes, it runs very short, both books. But yeah, I will say um, it's a it's a great start for anyone who gets into sci-fi, and I just like that like that wholesomeness of the series. So yeah, like I will say like it's it's something that I it fits right with the Mandalorian and the kind of like relationship uh, they had with Rogo uh, with Grogu and stuff. <laughs> Nice. So for Joel Miller, I okay. I have so much difficulty to say this name in English just because <laughs> it doesn't sound the same in French. So every time I'm like trying with my tongue. Anyways, <laughs> from The Last of Us, we it was kind of like the dystopian horror category. So yes. Okay. Um, again, I'm recommending something I haven't read. 
Um, because clearly I need to branch out more. I thought I read a lot of different genres. Maybe I don't. Um, <laughs> but <Yeah>. um, <laughs> for this one, Fair. I would recommend What Moves the Dead by T. King Fisher. Um, oh, yeah, it's, yes. Um, mm-hmm. It's a horror story and it's a retelling of The Fall of the House of Usher by Edgar Allan Poe. And it actually oh, okay. has a lot to do with how mushrooms and fungus might take over someone's brain. So I feel like that's very fitting for the last month. Oh, that's yeah. right, in Yeah. <laughs> she was on brand. On brand. <laughs> I was like, this whole kid, forget the mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm very impressed. No, it was, it was it's not great. I'm and I've heard that it's good. very good. Yeah, and it's scary. And it's pretty short, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, girly, that's a great recommendation. Me noting that on like on the TBR. <laughs> For me, I chose Never Let Me Go from Kazuo Ishirogo. Why? Because it was yeah. How he, how this author writes? It's just because it makes you question everything. Just because it looks, it's dystopian, but at the same time, it looks real. Like it's in, you feel like you're just living, you're not living necessarily in an other reality, but you are. And yeah, I question like yeah. humanity and everything. And everything yeah. Is, like... Also, there's a movie. Yeah, so there you go. Reading. <laughs> you can check out the movie. So yeah, so yeah, well, I, I highly recommend this one. <laughs> I need to read that actually. Uh, For you. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's very good. It's very good, honestly. I prefer Never Let Me Go over Clara and the Sun, but that's the first Clara and the Sun was rough. Like, I tried that. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> connect with the robot. <laughs> so, like, nah, sorry. Sorry, For girlies. me, I think I went kind of basic because that's the thing. Like, now that I was filling this up, I realized that I don't read a lot. Like, I do read horror, but, like, when, you know, time hits, you know. Like, uh, um, but like I went with Tender is the Flesh by Augustina Basterica because supporting Latin Americans, yeah. Um, this one's (laughs) kind of spooky, (laughs) and there's there's certain parts there's certain parts that I will avoid if you get squeamish. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it just goes perfect in the dystopian horror because it's both basically, um. It's very short, but yeah, I will check trigger warnings for Pedro and for anyone. Or if you have an eye on it, just be aware of a, a lot of um, trigger warnings, uh, even if it's such a tiny book. It, it yeah, is quite it's, something, yeah. Because people cannot anymore eat yeah. meat from yeah. like, animals, so they have to change their whole, like, how you call it? how you call that their own nutrition and everything so yeah there's yeah like the like why that's why i also was like you know what let's go on brand it's basically like um there's there's like this yeah it's like there's this kind of like virus going on that makes like i don't know if but it makes animal meat like like deadly to humans so then you Mm -hmm. figure it but it gets it gets heavy (laughs) yeah so for Javier Peña, who probably is one of his like <laughs> six years old, I'm sorry. Every time I see I know, the edits oh on TikTok, yeah. I'm like, how, how? 
But yeah. <laughs> Ravia Pena is from Narcos, and for the for this one, we chose kind of like thriller action. Yeah. History. Again. So again, freaking Not struggle. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, a uh, freaking struggle because yeah, this one also was kind of something. But what do you pick? Oh my uh, God, Sabrina. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah honestly like till you asked me this right now I was still thinking about what I would put for this um because I really I really don't think I read that much thriller or action yeah in general but I'm trying to think of I think the last book I read that's kind of like a thriller it's It's mainly like I feel like a murder mystery, but it's kind of like a thriller. Um, so I'm just gonna use that, and we're gonna go with it. Um, but I recently read in my dreams, I hold a knife by Ashley Winstead. Um, oh, okay, and, yeah. You know, there's there's some action in that. There's some mystery. There's um, There's, there's some, some killing going on. on. There's some, there's some drugs lot. involved, you know. There's, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's getting yeah, on, bro. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's definitely it's not a like bread. a similar storyline. It's about a college yeah, group no, no, yeah. Um, One of them was murdered years ago, and they're trying to figure out, you know, who did it, but It's it's different, but yeah. it's a thriller. <laughs> yeah, it is there. There's yeah, killing, you know, there's, drugs. You know what makes sense? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what about you, Anna? What did you put? Okay, so now I'm kind of like <laughs> did not stay on topic because like I saw what you picked, Lada and Sabrina, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn it! I, like even your title, in I is, am like, reading <laughs> murder, so it makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, I chose uh, say nothing, a true story of murder and memory in Northern Ireland. Mm -hmm. Um, I just felt like it kind of echoed his choice of like, yeah, addicted or yeah. nonfiction-ish. But it's, okay, I, mm -hmm. I'm not a nonfiction girly, but this one, it was so interesting because you start with like a murder because mm -hmm. there, was, there was a conflict between Ireland and Northern Ireland because... Anyway, you can't you can read about it. It's kind of <laughs> difficult to explain like one sentence. Mm -hmm. um, but it goes on for years and years, many centuries, anyways. And this guy starts with like a murder, a murder of a woman who had like a lot of children. And then you kind of like um, for a small period of time, you kind of understand what was going on in other Northern Ireland and how the people mm -hmm. were for the um, independence were treated and everything and how they kind of tried to have the independence yeah. but it was very bloody and people were like it was it was something very intense anyway so i, I highly recommend because i just felt like it was an it's a non-fiction yeah. but it doesn't feel mm -hmm. like one. Oh, i like that does, yeah yeah it makes you learn a lot of, about mm -hmm. like theory without feeling like it's you're like a serious it sounds facts. really good mm -hmm. it's very like how he oh yeah and the cover again the oh. cover is magnificent 
as yeah if you're not like i feel like this one is a great way to get into like history like yeah. actual non-historical yeah uh, non-fiction non-fiction oh my god i don't know how to speak <laughs> tonight jesus christ and for you Ilanda? oh i went very on brand <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> So I will say like anything by Fernanda Melchor would be on brand. Uh, she's a Mexican author who, you know, writes often about the experiences of Mexican people with like the government being the worst and like uh, corruption and injustice and all of this kind of like crimes and stuff. Uh, I was between um, hurricane season and this is not Miami, but I think I'm going to stick with this is not Miami. Uh, this is not Miami. It's um, kind of like seri series of like um, multiple stories interconnected. Okay. Like all of them are have like characters related to one another within like they will be mentioned. Um, and like basic basically the narrative feels like more like realistic she made it in such a way that it's as if you were reading like a newspaper mm -hmm. and it gives the like um counts of like murders and like uh, um crimes unsolved and it's very very heavy i will say also check uh trigger warnings for this one fernando melchor is definitely mm -hmm. not for everyone uh but it, it's the way it's rating and the way she portrays like their reality of Mexico, it's it's a very smart way to do it. And you know, Narcos, I mean, now that that's what we're also known for, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but also why I was saying that is just because this Mexico. is not Miami. In Narcos, they they always talk about Miami, and I was like, man, yeah, <laughs> she. I was like, wow, she went really <laughs> abroad, wow. <laughs> <laughs> she took the assignment and served. Um, <laughs> so for Ravi Gutierrez, uh, I know a lot of hobbies, bro. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but like I know you didn't like both of you. Maybe did not watch the movie, but it's like the categories like comedy, cute, friendship, fan fiction. So we love that. Yes. <laughs> so you can start, Sabrina. What did you come up with? He's very wholesome. That's it's wholesome. Yeah interesting um <laughs> i went it's so, like oh shit. okay okay so the recommendation i'm giving for this it's not it's it's definitely like more um serious but it also has humor in it um and it's it's about two okay. young boys working together basically it's, it's called city of thieves by David Benioff, who actually worked on Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, basically, uh, they are about to get executed, these two boys, in uh, the Soviet Union. And um, basically, they're given a chance to, you know, save their own lives by securing a dozen eggs for this colonel so he can use them in his daughter's wedding cake. So... You know, it's kind of like outlandish and funny in a sense, but um, it's a lot about, you know, them working together and a coming of age story. And um, mm -hmm. but it's also, you know, not necessarily wholesome because of the time frame in which it takes place. Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, that's. 
No, it sounds great, honestly. Girly, you were saying you have no idea what to recommend, and here you are. Listen, I don't know. I don't know what actually works because I hadn't seen the movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did, though. I'm, I, from seeing the movie, I'm like, yeah, it was on brand, even though, like, there's a very intense. Ooh, look at her! <laughs> Go, Sabrina! <laughs> Okay, for me. What about yours, Anna? Obviously, I'm gonna come with a French recommendation. Ooh. I already recommended, but it's just because it's called Le Sommeil des Loutres by Marie Christine Chartier. Uh, it's a romance. Uh, both people are kind of like at a point of their life, or it's like there's there's something missing, and they're like for one character, he's grieving. For the other, it's just like she feels lost in her life. Mm-hmm. And he's a s- movie star, like he's twenty, oh, like that, and he's super popular. But something happens, and he decides to go back home. And this is where their friendship—they work in the same place. But at first, they hate each other. But then, like, they start slowly, like, talking to each other. It's, it's very awesome. Yeah. As like after this book, if you're a friend, if you're able to read French, I highly recommend. Because after this book, my mom did not read for like a month. Oh, wow. She was on the <laughs> book and over. It is so cute. I hope she will translate it at some point. It sounds yeah, really good. I want to read. That. It's just it's so. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna translate <laughs> translate it for me. <laughs> She's gonna give you the translation. Pedro Pascal, this goes for you too. This one speaks French. <laughs> she go. can read it to you. Oh you my god. For, uh, for you, Landa. Okay, so um, basing my selection on the things that I've seen about the movie, I went with someone who will love you in all your damaged glory by Raphael Bob Bass. I believe um, this is the dude who created and produces uh, Bojack Horseman <laughs> <laughs> it's a very funny show and so is the book I haven't read all of it because I have the bad habit of reading a thousand books at the same time because I have <laughs> problems um, but it's a series of serial stories and all of them feel a brand like I feel like it explores um, like wholesomeness but also like kind of like feeling lost and like you know like kind of like the reality mm-hmm. of existing in a way okay. like yeah. I wasn't expecting this uh, <laughs> when I actually got this book um, I will say um, as always I always have to give shout outs to people but this is because one of my co-workers and friends Leah she started reading it and I was like you know what mm-hmm. I didn't know about this I've <laughs> seen it before and the cover uh, it's pretty curious. At least the like the North American cover, it's mm-hmm. like a neck, <laughs> and it's everywhere. I've seen it everywhere. But I feel like um, so far, my favorite one is um, I think it's um, the serial monogamy mystics guide to New- to important New York City landmarks, and she's basically a sad girl talking. Like she talks about her romantic failures and how she feel, feels stuck but the author writes everything in such a funny but sarcastic dark humored kind of way that it's just yeah. I feel like it fits the thing <laughs> I feel like it makes sense I don't know 
it makes sense with but it's like great book so far yeah oh that's great okay for this is i feel like this one would be difficult for me oh, oh, this difficult for everyone i put unhinged because obviously we're unhinged people like unhinged women <laughs> fan club here um but also we can go into the steamy category so it really depends on <laughs> because he was a horny you know <laughs> like <laughs> give us your best horny recommendation um okay maybe i will definitely this is not horny but because it's very like unhinged i why why sir to go see from jen rice uh i remember this this is such a an amazing book it's it's short i mean and sh- the character is on inch yeah i just love that it's a, it's a retelling of Jenner. Uh-huh. so i'm kind of in whoa yeah because it's from the the point of view of the uh-huh. wife like if she was a wife oh. no <laughs> but now when you say wow i'm like oh maybe i'm like projecting something no anyways <laughs> no baby girl no anyway, so yeah so that's why i choose it why i started go see and i will probably reread it because it was as you should read. as you should what about you sabrina what did you i'm so sorry to do this game? to you guys i really am um <laughs> i'm so sorry but i did put akatar <laughs> Don't I put Avatar like unhinged you know and sad. steamy is giving Cassian from Avatar. If you've only read the first one, oh my god, yeah, yeah. you know what I see it. Like, you uh, also don't spoil. Sorry. Wait, what were you saying? <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> I was like, don't spoil anything. <laughs> yes, yes, no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> um, you know, he he gives me he gives me some over in energy sometimes. You know, yeah. Oh, I love that. You see, now I'm more invested into Aquatar than I was before. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And this make this is a, I think this is a sign for Anne and I actually guys. fucking sit down and read yeah. this. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I put the hundred thousand kingdoms mm. by the NK Jamison. Um, I just what I okay. What I love about NK, it's not only about the diversity she brings into like the whole fantasy um, genre, because again, we're not going to repeat it, but it has always been very white. Mm -hmm. Um, But with her writing and her character, she brings something else to the table. Um, So it's basically uh, the story of this warrior uh, who it's like (laughs) a hinge bitch, basically. Uh, she's a barbarian, and she want. I think um, her mom or her dad died. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I read it a long time ago. But um, she like her one of her parents died, and she comes down from the north to like kind of like investigate the situation because it's not really clear what happened. So she's seeking like kind of like vengeance, and you know like she goes into this like magic city. And then uh, she becomes, like, basically, like, royalty. And she doesn't understand the why. Uh, but there are some steamy things going on there. It's not as steamy as Akotar, yeah. sadly. But it's very unhinged. Um, it, it gives that, like, strong character, yeah. let me get revenge, vengeance vibes. And I feel sense. like it made sense. I don't know. I'll probably have to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to reread it again because it's been such a long time. Like I think I read this like, oh my god, oh, wow. like eleven years ago. 
yeah no this was published i think in 2010 2011 so yeah it's been a long long time <laughs> but yeah what i remember is that it was kind of a steamy ish and very very unhinged and a badass character as the very fitting very fitting yes <laughs> For well, the last category, <laughs> it's maybe not an iconic role. We made yeah. it! It's maybe not a super <laughs> iconic, but he did play uh, Eddie in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, so obviously we're vampire fans <laughs> of you. Um, so yeah, so your best vampire recommendation, ladies. <laughs> or monster fucking trope. At this oh, yeah, you can, you can take <laughs> one of them. Um... <laughs> Um, so what did you put some in it? My actually, I think <laughs> I don't know if I read it last year or two years ago, but um, it, I really loved the book "A Dowry of Blood" by S.T. Gibson. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, okay. So no, no. let me. Yeah, let me so it's um, <laughs> it's written in the format of a letter, um, and it's addressed to Dracula. Okay. Um, and it's from one of his wives, and she's basically like, "This is why I killed you. I'm gonna explain oh. why <gasps> I killed you." And um, it is Stop it's it. basically about an abusive relationship, so trigger warnings. But um, it's just told yeah. through the perspective of one of Dracula's brides, and it's honestly so so good. I love that book. I think more people should read it. Yeah. Oh my god. And a strong 410 yeah. on Goodreads. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sabrina. I'm telling you, you read amazing things. I'm going to I'm gonna write this down because it sounds amazing, honestly. Yes. For you, Ilanda? Oh, I went very basic because you put what I was <laughs> going to put out there. Okay, so we can we can both choose Blue Blood <laughs> from Elisa de la Cruz. No, it's fine. You know what? It makes sense because I feel like uh, no one listen i feel like a lot of people don't like to talk about the fact that uh interview with the vampire is very very lgbtq yeah. friendly <laughs> and because we were in the ovarian kind of thing 90s yeah. you know it's fitting it's fitting it's a 90s interview with the vampire it's one of my favorite books from Anne rice Honestly, most of her books are amazing to me. Uh, I don't think I have to go into very deep details, but if you watch a movie, you should watch the. Um, you should actually read or listen to the audiobook. It is very good. I will say that it's even better. And if you are longing for a confirmation of whether Louis and Lestat were something, this way you get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, it's not in your head. This is where you get it. <laughs> For me, I absolutely loved Blue Bloods when I was young. Uh, it was a mix of like Gossip Girl meets Twilight. It's just there's love yeah. triangles. It's amazing. It's, it's messy. I love it's it. Like yeah. their royalty with like vampires. It's amazing. So yeah, highly recommend. But it's like young adult. So yeah, maybe <laughs> not not super classic. Not a monster fucking, you know. But like you know, it's I just there's a lot of tension. I, mean, I love a good tension. I love the trope. Like I'm not the <laughs> like the other girl. Yes, I just love it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's very. You know what? It's very. It's basic. very teenager. It feels like. very Twilight tea. Yeah. It's very teenagery. But you. Know I still what? hope they do so a adaptation though. Still hope. Like I still hope. I am hoping the same. I want the drama. <laughs> yes. But. Thank you so much, oh, Sabrina. Thank you. This was so fun. <laughs>
Sabrina, thank you, thank you so much. I hope it went smoothly yes, and it was... rolled better yes. <laughs> as the episode progresses. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming in. Really, it's thank you guys so much. You. This was so fun. <laughs> Where can we find you if we ever want to look you up and and follow your great? <laughs> um, it is Sabrina's stories, but there's. A period in between Sabrina's and stories. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. this is the end of our episode. Stay tuned for more things coming on the way, you know? Like, I don't know. If you have any other recommendations for Sabrina, Anna, and I, please, you're more than welcome to send us a DM. We're always, always open. Like, honestly, she's in this life. We're here for that. Um, you can also send us an email or our comments. Where can people find us, Anna? They can find us to the sadly dot pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. See Yay. you next time. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sadly Girl episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Sadly Girls Pod. Stay tuned for the next episode.